some of us are old enough to have been through wars, recessions, depressions, different military excursions, all kinds of events. So perhaps this is not our first rodeo, but for others of you, it is your first. It is something you've never seen, heard, or experienced. All you have known is trivial, frivolous living. You've had the good fortune or misfortune of having been preoccupied with pleasure, with all kinds of insatiable appetites to satisfy your every whim or interest, be it academic, be it spiritual, be it physical. You have had a very, very long vacation. And now it seems all appended has come to an end. And now you're looking for something more, hoping for something more, but you don't know what, where, when, or who. It was said once, I believe by Winston Churchill, that this is not a time, and I'm paraphrasing, to do your best. This is the time to do what is necessary. What is necessary is what is needed. Not necessarily your best. But what is necessary is an unexplored territory in your mind because uncertainty occupies you. Everything's uncertain. Who's going to die? Who's going to get sick? Will we recover? What will we lose in this process? Is capitalism dead? Is democracy gone? Is privacy gone? Are we now a surveillance state? Have we gotten rid of cash? Are we now going to be digitized with digitized currency? Are we all going to get microchip? Are the infectious detectives inspectors hitting the streets to find out who's got what, where, and when? Are we all under new laws of constraint and restraint? A new world order. Somebody put it on the menu, wasn't me. How are you going to worship? How are you going to worship when you have never been trained how to worship apart from outside of the public community gathering in a building under the auspices of the merit of organizations that exist in the name of God? But your home where you live, well, now you are quarantined. How do you worship? How do you wake up and look at those children every day? You're not used to that. Or your wife, or your husband. How do you live? A life 
that was really part-time. The life that matters most, that is. Your family. But you, most of your life was not defined by your family, though you might say you were out there doing it for them, right? Working for them. Traveling for them. Fighting for them. Sounds like what a politician says. So I'm in Washington fighting for you. Send me back. Because what I really like is that government pension and salary and health care and benefits and perks I get by living above the law with all of the protections of it and the loopholes and the corruption and the power. Maybe many of you like the power of your fame, your fortune, your business, or your affairs. The idea of going home and facing the life that faces you, you like to forget about and maybe only have to confront it when you're on your way to bed or waking up in the morning before you leave at an occasional excursion on the weekend. Because when it's all been said and done, you've been walking through this life for a very long time numb. Numb as a son or daughter of God, numb as a father, numb as a husband, numb as a brother, numb just as a man. And you were okay to forget about what it really means to be a man, to hide behind a basketball, football, soccer ball, jiu-jitsu, your kids, your celebrity, your icon, your video games, your job, your position, a gun, your military post, your religion. Easy to hide behind those things, isn't it? And now have it all stripped from you, allegedly or ostensibly, by the New World Order. And now you there you are, naked before your mirror every day, having to face yourself without your title, your position, your promotions, your poise, your puns, your power, your pleasure. Now just the pain of you. Now you have to go. What am I here for? Who am I really? What do I do next? And when this thing gets turned back on, what will it look like? Because it won't look like it did before it was turned off. Oh no, there'll be no coming back to normal. It's more than a restart, more than a reset. It's a reworking. A reworking. You won't recognize the country when they're done. But the one thing that was never changed, that will always be perpetually what it was from the beginning of time to the end of time, without end, is the one who made you, your Lord, your faith, your God. He's never changed. And he's waiting for just a moment like this for you and I to seek him, call on him, pray. Just a moment like this. Take advantage of it.
just like the wealthy do when the stocks fall or collapse. And they swoop in and take up all of those bottom price picks and become wealthier. When the housing market collapses, they swoop in and they take up all of that dilapidated property and hold it in wait to become wealthier. This is the time now to swoop in on your knees, take up all of this fallen state and become more humbler, more godlike. Let's use this time to resurrect our souls, to find ourselves in the things that cannot be measured or mired by man and his stamp of value, the pricelessness of the God spark in each of us who serve him, love him, made in his image, hopefully to become more like him. In times like these, we need a savior. In times like these, we need a friend. Be very sure. Be very sure that your anchor holds and grips the solid rock. That rock is Jesus. Yes, he's the one. That rock is Jesus, the only one. Be very sure. Be very sure that your anchor holds and grips the solid rock. Remember that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.